0: Hi, Incredible Body of Christ, Calvary Bible Church, Nassau, Bahamas. Hi to our other online viewers. You may recall that we cited the first self-isolation in Scripture last time, where Adam and Eve fell into sin and then tried to hide from God. The creative righteousness they had had by being made in God's image was lost. They resorted to self-righteousness by trying to make fig underwear to cover their privates. Uh, self-righteous effort, and that wasn't satisfactory. So God gave a blood righteousness by himself slaughtering some animals, giving Adam and Eve uh, skins to cover their private parts as a picture that Jesus Christ shed blood ultimately would be the only remedy to give us Christ's righteousness that all of us lack until we trust him as Savior. Well, that was the first case of self-isolation in Scripture. I'd like to take us now to the last cases of self-isolation in all of the Bible, We find them in the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation. You'll recall perhaps that the time of tribulation, future seven years of unprecedented judgment of God on the earth, covered by Revelation chapters 4 through 19, uh, depicts some horrific judgments of God against sin. And one of the self-isolations we see in that wicked and difficult time period on earth is that the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders and the rich and the strong and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves, sounds like what Adam and Eve did, hid themselves in the caves among the rocks of the mountains. Now listen to what they will say. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. So the soundtrack of sin has not really changed from Genesis to Revelation. Here in future times, Revelation, those that rebel against God, those who hate God, those who will not submit to God's way of salvation, want the rocks and mountains to fall on them so they somehow will hide them from a righteous and a judging God. That self-isolation only gets worse because if we go further into the book of Revelation, the last, near the last part in chapter 20, We see something that is called the great white throne judgment of God. The great white throne judgment is great because there's no more uh, potent and righteous a judge. It's um, white because of the purity of the Lord Jesus Christ, the judge. And this great white throne judgment will be for all of the dead of all of the ages back to Eden and forward of those who did not run to the refuge provided them by God in faith. And so those that were not uh, trusting in God's provision of a blood righteousness will all stand individually before Christ, their judge, in this future very somber event. And we read in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 to 15, these words. And I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose presence the earth and heaven fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, the great and the small standing before the throne and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged from the things which were written in the books according to their deeds. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it and death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every one of them according to their deeds. That's the second time according to their deeds appears in these two verses. There will be degrees of punishment in hell. Uh, Persons without Christ will all go to hell, but there'll be degrees of punishment uh, in hell, depending upon the deeds, the sinful deeds that have gone on record as these lives have played out over all these centuries. 14 and death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. This must be one of the most serious and sobering passages in all of the Bible. And you may wonder why would I want to focus in on the last self, self excuse me, self isolations of Scripture. Well, because the truth is necessary at a time like this. We can get off focus, off point. Easily, when we have these other considerations in this particular pandemic. And what I'm sharing may be as unpopular as a skunk at a picnic, but it's necessary because one day people will answer to God who have not trusted Christ to be their savior. As you know, from the media, over 10,000 souls have been lost in Italy alone, close to 1,000 in one day. People are slipping into eternity in all of the countries of the earth as COVID uh, wrecks havoc. And my question in my heart as a pastor and as a Christian is to where have these souls gone? There's only one of two places, heaven because of Christ or hell because of rejection of Christ. It was Jim Elliott, the martyred missionary who went to the Alka Indians in the Amazon to take the gospel of Christ because he believed the Bible when it said John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jim Elliott and his friends believed that those Alka Indians would perish in sin, except they learned about the Lord Jesus Christ and then believed upon him for salvation. And so he risked, along with his buddies, he risked everything and was speared to death, in the river by the Indians, not understanding exactly the purpose of the white men coming to them. And uh, it was Jim Elliot, this martyred missionary, who said in a prayer that he wrote in his journal, "'Lord, make me to be a crisis man, a fork in the road, that everyone who meets me will be forced to make a decision about the Lord Jesus Christ.'" Viewer, you may be uncertain about where you stand with Christ, And if you were to slip into eternity today, you're not certain if you would be ushered into heaven to be absent from the body and present with the Lord because of Christ, or if one day you'll have to stand before the great right throne judgment of Jesus Christ and be sentenced to the lake of fire, the second death, and have punishment meted out to you according to your deeds. Oh, run to Christ. Trust Christ. Be saved. He'll accept you because of his grace and love. And for those of the viewers that are listening and you already know you're saved, you know you won't be in that long lineup of persons going to the great white throne judgment. You will be with Jesus. Rejoice in that sure promise that is made to you in scripture, but don't just keep this great news to yourself. Share the fact that Christ has died for sins and arisen from the dead. Share the fact with persons that they can know they're forgiven by trusting Christ. They can know where they're going after they die, and they can have a purpose on earth until they meet Jesus Christ one way or the other. The people around you every day have questions How is this going to end? Will I make it? Is there purpose in any of this? Is there relief from insomnia? Is there hope for my anxiety? Who do I turn to? Who will help me? Where do my prayers go? These are questions that people all around us, family, neighbors, coworkers have. Now is the time. Now is the opportunity to in love and in prayer, to approach these in ways that we can on the phone, what technology, And just out of loving concern, say, hey, do you know, is it well with your soul? Do you know what will happen to you after you pass from this life to the next? You can tell them how to know Christ. Because when a person knows Christ, they know life eternal.